Hello everyone, welcome to Tell Your Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast that has a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined as always by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us. Hello. Hello. Uh, I don't have any good bits for the opening of this, so... I was trying to give a bit with, like, a bird incriminating us somehow, but I thought of it about... 0.5 0.5 seconds ago, so yeah, yeah. probably need so, to put so more nothing, thought into it yeah. if I was gonna do it. Yeah, probably. Uh, and also, um, I don't know what the bird would incriminate us for. Yeah, it's true. What are, What's the most fucked up thing you've done in front of a bird? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know that I've done much in front of birds, I'll be honest. Hmm, okay. The coward's answer, I understand, Ashley. <laughs> I've, I've eaten in front of birds. Uh-huh. Oh, I did share some, like, Ritz bits with a bird once. That was fun. <laughs> I was at the I'm park, glad. and there was a crow chilling nearby, so I gave it one of the little, uh, one of the little Ritz, and it ate it. Yeah. I was like, cool. Yeah. It's had a nice little bird moment. Yeah. But that's not the most... I guess that's not fucked up at all, really. That was kind up. to birds, Yeah. Yeah. That, that that one bird that kept attacking you could probably that bird did something fucked up to you. That's yeah, diff- that was yeah, that wasn't on me. Fucked up. That if we interview that bird, it'd be like, "Molly's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if crows talk. No, they can talk. Can they? They can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude. Uh huh. <laughs> crows are basically people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so scared of crows. Every time crows I learn are a new those fact animals about them, that are basically as smart as like a six-year-old, and that's a terrifying level of smart to be. I hate it when things are as smart as a six-year-old. Because the thing about six-year-olds is that they're small and weak. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a crow Birds is also even kind of small and weak. Crows even weaker, but they're you know they're unrestrained by the laws of society. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got sharp, got sharp things on them. Yeah. yeah, like, what if a, a like, a six-year-old was just ready to fucking scrap at any point and had, like, a open scissors on one of its hands? Yeah, that was what 24 years ago. What if a six-year-old could fly? <laughs> well, that's, that's <laughs> fucked up. Right? <laughs> Ashley, you're describing me in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. Look what you've been doing. Uh, today, I have uh, pretty much entirely just been a big piece of shit and played Yu-Gi-Oh all day. Oh my god, right. I forgot they released that thing. <laughs> yeah, they put out uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel, which is we effectively just... We talked about just... this like two weeks ago, didn't we? About how they Maybe. were doing this? Yeah, probably. 
Uh, right, because we argued about whether a hearthstone, about whether Magic the Gathering Arena is a hearthstone. Yeah. It is. Okay. They clearly derived their entire presentation and, like, business model for that game specifically off of Hearthstone. Okay, please describe to me Master Duel. Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel is a Hearthstone. <laughs> okay. No, it's, you know... Oh, it's uh, not a Hearthstone. <laughs> it is a game, uh, it, you know, it's an online Yu-Gi-Oh! game where you can play other people in various duels, do a single-player campaign that I haven't fucking touched, and earn gems that you can use to buy card packs. Or, you know, spend money on them. But honestly, I am surprised at how generous this game has been so far. I don't know why you'd spend money on it, because it gives you cards at a pretty good clip, at least early on. Now, to be fair... It might dip on that. Uh, That's obviously part of the thing. It is day ya- uh, day one. Most certainly. I will say, I was there for, like, day one of Hearthstone, and it was not this generous. That's fair. I was, you know, I was on Magic the Gathering Arena pretty early. Was not this generous. Um, although, there are absolutely, oh god, there are so many people online that I'm like, okay, I'm having fun, like, they gave me a starter deck, and obviously, it's like, Objectively, not very good cards, but, like, I've collected a pretty good number of stuff, uh, and, like, I've modified it. I think I've got, like, something kind of interesting going on. I wouldn't take it to, like, a tournament, but I'm, I'm making do with what I've got, and it's sort of fun. Uh, and, like, when I'm playing other people online that are at that level, it's fun and interesting. And then I will run into somebody who has clearly already dropped, like, a thousand goddamn dollars on this game, and they have, like... <laughs> A tournament, like a world tournament winning deck, and uh, they just uh, kill me in two turns. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, thought we were all having well, that fun seems here. seems like a less fun part. Thought we were all having fun here, I guess, uh, okay then. No, of course we're not. <laughs> just, just seems like I would simply not spend that much money in one fucking day on this game. Because, like, it's fine. They're streaming it. They <laughs> That's tr- you know what? You're absolutely right. Just like, mm, how do you have every card that like fits into that like archetype? You have like, oh, every piece of the first turn kill combo, huh? Huh. How'd you get that huh. in one day, friend? <laughs> Interesting. It's cuz a lot of people have more money than sense. Yep. When it when it comes that right out down the to hard it. way today. <laughs> Um, I will say, listen, Yu-Gi-Oh! is my card game. It's the one I played as a teenager. I never got into Magic. I always just... It didn't work for me. I didn't like the, the mana stuff. I didn't just like the vibe of it. Never, I never liked it. I have defended Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot in the past. Like, okay, listen. I'm not gonna sit here and argue, like, on the finer technical points of, like, game balance or whatever that it's a... Sure better game than magic or whatever i will say i have more fun that doing it uh than i do magic um but seeing some of the stuff i've seen people get up to today they've maybe pushed it a little too far Hmm, interesting interesting (laughs) when it is starting to feel like hmm you're not even taking a long time to make your moves you're playing at a pretty good clip your turn is just taking so fucking long that i could go like make a sandwich it's 
It's that fucking pro ZD thing of like, oh, I play two dairy farmers to summon a cow to yeah. activate my milk truck. It's it's that almost to to the point where that is almost not a an exaggeration. You know what I mean? Uh huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I th- I feel like this is a, a fun card game when we both play it together. But I think you would like to play solitaire, so. I guess I'll just uh, fuck around on Twitter for the next ten minutes while you enjoy you, yourself. Um, you often win games when you play solitaire, so yeah, probably that is true. Yeah, when you I can did, when you can make sure your opponent doesn't play the game with you, you win a yeah. lot. I did uh, literally have a match where the other guy went first and won before I got a turn. Uh huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fun, yep. fun, fun. Uh, like, I'm just watching. Like, was it they... fast at least? Oh, God, no. Okay. Well. <laughs> it took so fucking long, Molly. <laughs> they had to play their, like, two monsters and then use those to XYZ summon another monster and then use that as link summoning material, which activated their ability to search their deck for some fusion monsters that let them synchro summon another XYZ monster. So you know why I judge this, right? Yeah, no, I do. I get it. Okay, all right. <laughs> Listen, I've never not gotten it. Especially when, like, know. I am trying to keep up with what they're even doing, but if you have looked at Yu-Gi-Oh cards, especially any Yu-Gi-Oh cards made after, like, the first year of the game, you will know that there is a tiny little uh, 300-page legal document on every single fucking card. Yes. <laughs> and... I have not paid attention to the game in a long time, so I don't know what most of these cards do. And I am like two sentences into one card's effect when it's already been like thrown away. Yep, it's gone. And resummoned and thrown away again. <laughs> so, like I said, yeah. I am having fun with it. Um, but uh, I am hoping that, you know, as the days go on, the uh, like ladder spreads out more and the people playing that Yu Gi Oh! just outpace me enough that I don't have to play them anymore. Sure. You know where you're going to end up, Luke? Huh? You're going to be better than the majority of people. Yep. And then you, but you're going to I'm going to be good be enough s- that I keep getting matched against assholes. Yes. Yes. That's yes, the fear. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is where you're headed. Uh-huh. I can There's feel it. There's going to be a yeah. real sweet spot for a bit. Yeah. I'll also say um again, they give you a surprisingly generous number of like the the currency you use to buy card packs i have bought a lot of the dark magician themed card packs i have enough to build probably two or three decks of cards based on yugi moto's favorite monster the dark magician but no dark magicians no dark fucking magicians (laughs) my god it is the guy on the cover of the booster pack and it will not give me one yeah, that yeah. Well, that's because you have to buy the Yugi pack. Which, <laughs> guess it's not so generous, huh? I do have three blue eyes, white dragons, though. So, oh, sick. I'm just leaning into the Kaiba side of things. You can fusion summon them. Yeah, yeah. The what? It's been a while since I played Hearthstone. The crafting stuff in Hearthstone, I remember just really making me just never want to touch it again. With oh, how it's much miserable. Fucking, yeah, that's one spot. I think this game's way better. Uh. There's, like, I think four rarities of card, and you can craft any card by spending, I think it's 30, like, every rarity has, like, a different currency for it, and you get 10 of that currency by mulching a card of that rarity. So if you have, like, three shitty ultra rares you don't care about, 
you can kill him and make a good ultra rare, you know? As That's opposed to Hearthstone, the- where it's like, okay, well, in three months, I might be able to make the deck I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think that's honestly a pretty close conversion to what Hearthstone it, was. It's yeah, been a long time since I've touched Hearthstone. Maybe that's, maybe that's not... From yeah. what I remember. I just feel like I am getting way closer to the deck I wanted to make way faster than I ever did playing Hearthstone. Sure, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You get a Master Duel. It's a good time as long as you don't get matched with jackasses. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to play that game. Um... <laughs> Ashley, what have you been up to? Uh, well What if Ashley was about to for real She's also getting into Yu-Gi-Oh That would never happen I know, but what if I, Listen, I was into Yu-Gi-Oh Sure a, Like a while ago Yeah. By a while ago, you mean like 20 years ago in middle school <laughs> And in high school Okay We got into Yu-Gi-Oh Yu-Gi-Oh was the only one that I played out of all, like, the card games, I collected Pokemon, but I played Yu-Gi-Oh! And we played in elementary school with anime with Eric. Yeah. Uh, and then when we got into Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, we got back into it. Sure, 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 <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> this is what irony poisoning does to uh, to a MF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've talked about it before. One of the wildest things about the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game is every time they have to reboot the anime series, they put a new gimmick in it to, like make it feel fresh as a TV show, and they feel the need to add a new, completely, like, different rule set for the card game. Well, yes, because that's how you make money. No, of course! I understand that! (laughs) It's just one of those things where it's like, it's not even like, oh, we added new chess pieces. It's, well, okay, now from here on out, there's actually going to be black, white, and orange squares on the board. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ashley, but, what are you yeah. up to? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of the same. I'll say we'll watch some movies. Uh, I watched a documentary on Sesame Street, mm-hmm. um, which was good, but it, I kind of wanted more. It was kind of like a, like here's like a big documentary about, about Sesame Street, and it, I feel like a Sesame Street documentary should include Elmo. Sure, yeah, that seems like an important part of the story. This doesn't. Mm. <laughs> no Elmo. Like, it... No Elmo. No Elmo. No Elmo. No? No, none of those. Um, it is like a, you know, how Sesame Street started, but the problem is, is that Sesame Street has run for such a long time. Mm-hmm. That the things that, like, make it the show it is today still, like, happened, like, five years or, like, right. seven years into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, just something I know from, like, re- a lot of, like reading my own stuff, mm-hmm. that, like, Jim Henson did, was not a huge fan. Like, he liked Sesame Street, but he was not a huge fan of how big it got. Oh, okay. <laughs> And how it, he feels like it kind of fucked over him getting, like, making adult movies with puppets. Oh, sure. Buddy, like, I think the puppets Labyrinth. might have done that. He he is thinking of stuff like Labyrinth or Dark Crystal, where maybe not, like, adult. Yeah, I was gonna say, Labyrinth okay. is a kid's movie. I've not seen Dark Crystal, but... 
But like the idea that puppets are more than just yeah. teaching for teaching yeah, 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 kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure, for sure. Um, and so he kind of like resented Sesame Street because of that. Mm. Uh, and that's kind of all papered over, right? Uh, it's like yeah, no, I you mean, know, he... there's no way they bring that shit up, right? Yeah, I. They brought up the fact that a uh, one of the black puppeteers made a human puppet that was explicitly black, and it then got a lot of flack for being racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go pretty like farther than I've seen a lot of stuff go into on that. Yeah. Um. Which is interesting because you know it's that like the line between representation and stereotype. Right. Right. And how like what this guy saw as authentic, a lot of other people saw like if this is, you know, as like pigeonholing. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, they weren't afraid to, like, get into some of, like, the grittier stuff. Sure. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I watched the Michael Mann movie Thief. Nice. Those, some guys do some thieving in that. (laughs) I would hope so. Um, basically from, like, what I've gathered and, like, what I was, like, seeing when I was watching it, I was like, they just, like, did all, like, the stealing scenes, like, for real, basically. (laughs) Oh. Like, they're not actually stealing anything, but, like, the like one of the things they have to do is, like, melt through a safe, and it's like, yeah, I don't think there's any special effects here. I think they just have, like, a, a superheated iron rod that they're, like, using to melt through the safe. Yeah, isn't one of the things with him that he, like, got a lot of, like, consultation from actual criminals for a lot of his movies? Yes, uh, on Thief, the main consultant was wanted by the FBI at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a lot of the actors in his movies are either ex-cops or ex-criminals. Mm. Usually with the criminals playing the cops and the cops playing the criminals. Okay, okay. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, so it, it, it's like a heist movie, but... Like, you know, everyone's just very professional. (laughs) Yeah. There's no, you know, getting in too deeper, you know, your emotions getting twisted up in it. It's just, no, this is a fucking job. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I watched uh, the first part of Once Upon a Time in China, which is this giant kung fu epic about the westernization of uh, China. Uh, starring Jet Li and uh, Yin Biao. Uh, Jet Li is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I've heard this about him. Yeah. Um, I've actually not watched like a ton of Jet Li movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was really cool just to like see this one that kind of was the, the thing to propel him to the forefront in China. Uh, and then I looked up what Jet Li looks like now, and he's bald. It's weird. Oh, huh. It's weird how time happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's like, because, like, I like, look at Jackie Chan, I'm like, that's Jackie Chan. No, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if Jackie Chan shaved his head, I'd be like, well, who the fuck is that? <laughs> right, right. Um, 
Then I was like, I really loved it. Then I was like, what else did this guy make other than like the other Once Upon a Time movies? And his other most popular movie was Double Team with John Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Mm. Uh, the one where Mickey Rourke uh, gets killed by stepping off a mine and by being mauled by a tiger at the same time. Shame. <laughs> it's like, huh, like going from like a kung fu movie, but a lot about the racism of that Westerners visited upon China. Like, uh, a side villain in that movie gets killed because the evil Americans can't tell the difference between him and Jet Li. Oh, yeah. Uh, I see. Um, and then, like, yeah, like, like, all right, now you're going to make a fucking movie with Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Maybe it's what he really wanted to do. I, oh, we can only guess. <laughs> Passion project. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, I got an Xbox uh, Series X. Nice, nice. Yeah. What 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 kind uh, of cool new bleeding edge next generation video games are you playing with it? Uh, a lot of Skate Three. <laughs> huh. I th- what? I, <laughs> huh. I, I, so Ashley, I don't know if you know this. That was um. I think you could play that on that one on the 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 Xbox 360. I let Oh no, the, no, I have the Series X. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I've also been playing the new Halo Infinite. Uh-huh. How's that, how's that treating you? That's good. It's a, it's more Halo. Listen, do you want more Halo? <laughs> um, I don't especially, but I respect those who do. Yeah, like I, I was just kind of surprised how Halo it was. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I have it downloaded, but I haven't played it because I think um, that I'm going to be pissed off about the shotgun. <laughs> I haven't gone to the shotgun. I think yet. I'm going to be absolutely fucking furious based on what I, I see heard. that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it's really funny that like the 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 human character. I say human character like Master Chief isn't human. I guess yeah, but- sure. What, also, can, can I ask what is it about the the shotgun that has you like already mad? It doesn't just murder guys. Oh, it's just, it just doesn't do enough damage. Yeah. Yeah. There are standards I expect from no, the I agree Halo with you. shotgun. If you hit a guy, I, uh, Halo shot any shotgun, I want them to fall over. Yeah, but especially the Halo shotgun because it is that is the gun in those games. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, Ashley, please continue. Like. One, like, people have talked about, like, it's weird how, like, all the lore of Master Chief is, like, yeah, he's, like, a child that was stolen from his parents and experimented on. Right. And now it's just kind of, fuck yeah, Master Chief! Gonna give the Covenant back their bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like someone, like, the people writing the backstory thought that like, they were trying to, like, not make it funny like Starship Troopers, but, like, you know, yeah, it's bad, like Starship Troopers, and then the people writing the stories in the games, like, yeah, it's cool, like Starship Troopers. Yes. I feel like <laughs> the games have just never tried to square all of the book stuff with the with sure. the video games. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't played Halos 4 and 5. It sounds like maybe I shouldn't, but... Mm-hmm. 
don't know. I don't know. I, um, you know at least one uh, Halo 4 Defender. Oh, right. Iris. Yeah. Yeah, Iris loves the yeah. story of Halo 4. Okay. I don't know about all AI that. degradation. <laughs> I don't know if I believe in any of that, but, you know, chase your truth. Uh, but it's very funny to me personally uh, that the human character that added to, like, add more humanity to the Master Chief mm-hmm. uh, is a sad dad with a beard. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a video be? game. Yeah, video games. <laughs> like, it opens up with, like, him on a sp- ship, like, looking at, like, a hologram picture of his, like, daughter and wife. <laughs> and I'm like, come the fuck on! <laughs> uh, and also, I've been I've been getting back into Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and I still just love Sea of Thieves. I love the way that game looks. I love uh, my little cat, first mate. Yep, that's right. Uh, I just have a good time when I'm I'm part. Uh, and apparently they've added a solo story. Oh, oh cool! Huh? Uh, that's Pirates of the Caribbean themed. Oh, not cool! <laughs> yeah. I yeah like. Listen, I know that I can get stuff that is related to the ride through this, but I don't know if I care enough. <laughs> I don't know if I want to sit through fake Johnny Depp. Uh huh. Take me on a cool pirate adventure. I'll probably play it at some <laughs> point. Yeah. Yeah, listen to yourself right now. Molly, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing Dragon Age Origins, which is, I think, maybe the worst game ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Just top to bottom, absolute dog shit. Mmm. Yeah, that good, huh? <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like you're having a good time. It's uh, poorly written. Uh, even even contained scenes have contradictions of themselves mm. uh, <laughs> for things that are happening. Uh, and um, it it's just dog shit to play. It just sucks. Yeah. I click a guy, and then I have to wait for him to die. And then I click the next guy, and I wait for him to die. Sometimes I press the AOE button, but not very sure. often. Mm. Only every 30 seconds. That's it. <sighs> yeah, it doesn't sound like... You know how fucking long 30 seconds is? Yeah, because that's how long I've had to wait for some of these fucking Yu-Gi-Oh turns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they make you wait. 30 seconds starts to feel like an eternity. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so... Um, I also downloaded... Uh, Persona 5 Strikers, because that's what's on PS Plus this month. Oh, shit, I gotta do that. Yeah, you gotta do that. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I am excited to not be playing Dragon Age so I can play something until Elden Ring comes out. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's basically where I'm at at this point, is I don't think there's anything between me and there that I feel like I need to play. Right, right. I don't know, maybe I'll play Dark Souls again. I never did finish my Switch run. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did I did get off the plane and never boot it up again. <laughs> because I knew that was exactly what was going to happen. Right. I mean, listen, you how many times have you played that game start to finish? Yeah, I beat Anne Orlando. I basically finished the game. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's the part that matters. That's the part that matters. Like maybe play the Duke's archives up till 
when he captures no, but, you. Yeah, you get captured and it just sucks again. Right, then, like, I don't even, like, I think the getting captured part is cool, but it's all, like, then you go out into, like, that shitty, his backyard that's just, like, one shitty grass texture yeah. forever. And then, like, the invisible walkways that are not fun to walk around on. No. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'll, I'll play Strikers or something, and then I don't think I have anything else queued up. And so I've been playing some Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, mm-hmm. That game was okay. I maxed out my I maxed out my white mage. I'm healing with my gamer mouse. I'm healing again. Uh, I'm trying to learn how to tank, uh, but I don't think I like tanking very much. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a little, a little too much action for me. I see. I see. I prefer. That to, seems like the class most about scrapping. So I'm surprised. No, no, no. The class most about scrapping is the DPS. I guess yeah, that's true. Yeah, tanking is you take all the punishment. Yeah, I guess that's true. You are getting punched way more as the tank. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm here. I'm here to punch and not get hit. Right, right, right. Ideally, okay. nobody ever looks at me except I'm killing a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, except when you see the light go from their eyes, <laughs> and you're right, exactly. that's a personal kid. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's about it. This this week has been just surviving dragon age i'm almost i'm so close to being done you can taste it um i have played like i think i played through three of the origin stories in dragon age and then i got out of those and into like the main game i was like oh this sucks actually i don't know maybe i'll like it better if i pick a different character no i mean this is sort of interesting i'm back to this gray warden shit and i don't care again yep do you want to? Uh, do you want to maybe go to a different town and try and convince the people to help the Gray Wardens? No. Um, oh well. No. That's all we got. Hmm. That's it. That's the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh. So yeah, I, I'm almost done. I have to. I have to go find. Uh, Andraste's ashes, to to cure this man of his sickness. Hmm. And then I go confront the false king and kill a dragon. Okay, okay. And, that, and hopefully that's it. Unless I'm forgetting something, in which case I'm going to be very upset. Deeply yeah. upset. Um, all the bad things I remembered about that game are just as bad as I remember them. Mm-hmm. And I've been somebody who's hated this game since it came out. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, I, I was talking to some people. I, I, was, I was saying, I'm shocked this got sequels. Um, and then I was yeah. reminded, well, all video games get sequels unless something really, really bad happens, which is pretty much true. Yeah. If it's if it's a big studio like that. Man. I, uh, I was talking about uh, Dragon Age to work at work because uh, one of my friends, Jacob, saw Molly's tweet. It was like, everyone was like, no, Dragon Age Origins is great. I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> Seemed bad, team. I guarantee you none of them have thought about that game since 2009. Uh-huh. No, probably. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll have fun with Dragon Age 2. I like that game, or I liked that game. We'll, Why did we'll they see ever make a happens. sequel to Dante's Inferno? Uh, there are so many levels never... of hell they could have gone to. Yeah. <laughs> I... I was trying to think of other shitty games from around the same time as Dragon Age Origins, and that's the first one that popped into my head. List of video games from 2009. This is a, Assassin's Creed 2. Bayonetta. 
<laughs> Resident Evil Five. That one was bad. Uh, yeah. Well, it was. I I thought it was good. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> hmm. We had we had games. There, there were video 2. games you could play. Wii Sports. <laughs> what year is this? Wait, yeah, Wii Sports is '08. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was the it was the best selling game. Excuse me. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, I, I got a best selling um, list. That's fair. I mean, listen, like I said, it's a it's the same era. Yeah, I because I was like thinking, like you were saying how like games that size rarely don't get a sequel. Yeah. And so I looked up when Jade Empire came out. <laughs> uh, well, you see, they made KOTOR after that, so... Yeah, I was gonna say, Bioware was yeah. not Bioware by that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, that That's just, like, the first thing that popped in my head. No, of sure. Bit, like, like, game that had a fan base that did not get a sequel. I think... Uh, was Jade Empire that popular? I think it. I think it was just one of the only things you could get on a regular Xbox. Those could be the same thing. Two thousand nine, Blue Dragon Plus for the Nintendo DS. Hmm. Mirror's oh, Edge. Uh, oh, that's good. Good game. Uh, to go back and co- kind of completely random. I I was sincerely gutted that Amp Three was not backwards compatible. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's brutal. Love that game. Yeah. Uh, this has just evolved into me looking at a list of games from 2009 sure. to compare uh, Dragon Age Origins <laughs> unfavorably to, uh, which is any number of games. Minecraft. Fucking Minecraft. <laughs> Bionic Commando 2009. The greatest game ever made. <laughs> the greatest yeah. game of all time. The King's Game. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> I was looking at a list of backwards compatible games I saw by the commando. I'm like, hey. yeah, <laughs> prototype. Why did they make a fucking Bionic Commando 2009 sequel? Uh, they did make a sequel to Prototype. That really showed. Yeah, they did. They did make a sequel to Prototype. I played the sequel to Prototype. I had a great time. <laughs> that game sucks. <laughs> Sometimes they make it's. It is. I you love a six out of ten. They made it. Yeah, you sure. can play yeah, it. Listen. Could have been playing My Sims Agents. You could anyway, have been playing My Sims Anyway, let's move on to Twin Peaks. This is a waste of my time. Hey, you know what uh, is from a also from a year with a nine, and it is no the nineteen ninety <laughs> television show Twin Peaks. It's got two nines. <laughs> In it's fact, I, I physically hurt with that transition. <laughs> I feel like I just jumped three lanes of traffic without like <laughs> just sideways uh we are watching uh twin peaks episode seven aka episode six aka realization time uh the penultimate episode of the first season of twin peaks yeah i was like damn we're almost done with the first season no wonder yeah, everybody's gets in, pissed gets off out. no wonder everybody's <laughs> mad <laughs> Nothing's happened. Except vibe. Uh, yeah. You know what? I no, I'm pushing back in. Something very important happened. Cooper saw a duck. <laughs> See, that's so true. <laughs> what else do you want? I mean, listen, a lot of things happened. Don't get me no. wrong, but yes, also yeah. nothing happened. No, it's it's absolutely My God. it is about the vibes. 100 percent I love these vibes. 
Yeah, there is, like, one really plotty episode out of all eight yeah. of these. Well, mm, eh. Anyway, there's, um, there's plot in a lot of them. And listen, it's it just depends on what you care about. And sure, I I'm just care. saying there's one episode that, like, the entire episode is them going from one lead to the next. You know what oh, I mean? yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, but we, Lisa's here, so, every, or Lucy's here, excuse me. Shut, really? Everybody else, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Lucy is in this one, but not in this first scene. No. Because uh, we're opening right where we left off from uh, the previous episode with Cooper in his uh, hotel room at night. Audrey is here, naked under his sheets. And uh, Cooper is sitting, like, with his back to her and just being like, Audrey, you're in high school? This is wrong? I'm, I'm very, I'm, I am making sure I am not turning my head to look at you. Audrey, Yet, I'm an agent of the FBI, and that's the yeah. only thing stopping me from, from doing this right now. I mean, that's all, that's, yeah. Because yeah. she says, yeah. like, don't you want me? And he's, he, like, f- starts getting flustered and says what I want and what I need are two different things. Cooper. Cooper. Coop. Stop Oop. it. Yeah, like, he is unambiguously tempted to do this and just, like, listens to his conscience about it. Yeah. And thinks I would be so fired if anybody heard about this. <laughs> uh, and he's just like, yeah, no, this is wrong. We both know it. But- yeah, like, his consciousness, like, is... I would lose my job. Not, it's not, if this is morally wrong. I think it's a little bit of both, because he doesn't say I'd lose my job. He says, like, I swore an oath, and that, you know, that's sacred. Yeah, but he, that is part of his job. That was just the job thing again. I'm not saying that is not a factor in it. I'm just saying, I, listen, this is not his finest. I would like to think, I would like, uh, yes, listen, I would like to think he is a good man. Also, he does not say, I'm a good guy, I will not do this. No, 100%. (laughs) This is not his finest moment. He is not a sterling moral like figure here i'm just saying i will give him an iota more credit than oh yeah, yeah well yeah. i don't want to get fired so yeah 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 no no i'm with you uh because i do like how he does transition this conversation and just says like listen you do not need me to have sex with you you need me to be your friend and listen to you because you're clearly really fucked up yeah because you've known like, me yeah, for I'm like two twisted. days and you thought this was a good idea and she says, yeah, I'm pretty much the Joker. <laughs> I'm like a female version of the Joker. <laughs> From the movie Joker. <laughs> uh, and Cooper says, wait, hold on. I need to Google real quick. When was Harley Quinn introduced on Batman? Was she a character yet? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not yet. Introduced in uh, Batman the Animated Series. I know, but I mean, that would have been like... this. On at the same time. I don't know what episode she started. I believe on. a couple years after this show. I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it was like uh, it was early '90s, but it was not 1990. Right, right. It was 1992. All right, nailed it. <laughs> but yeah, Cooper's just like, okay, here's what's gonna happen. You're, I'm giving you this handkerchief so you can, you know, dry your eyes. I'm gonna go get us some milkshakes. You're gonna get it- dressed while I'm gone, and we're gonna have a good long talk about what is wrong with you yeah it was that was great yes. like he's like hey gonna get some uh malts and some fries uh-huh. let's fucking go yeah <laughs> and uh yeah then we just cut to the next day uh lucy still giving andy the cold shoulder what did he do what did he do 
I'm starting to think he didn't do anything. Oh, and Lucy's really. just having some personal problems, given given the doctor's phone call happening. Here. Yeah, see, yeah, because she brushes him off again, says that it's a very busy time of day as she's doing nothing. Yeah, it's uh, the best. Yeah, uh, but then she does get a phone call. So it's like, well, okay, I guess she is busy, but it's not actually someone calling the cops. It's someone calling her. Yeah, that's right. It's her doctor. It is her doctor because not, she took a sick day yesterday. Yeah, and it's not. Uh, it's not Doctor Ha. Oh, uh, uh, Hayward. Hayward, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's not him, which I thought was kind of surprising. I thought they only had like one doctor. Yeah, I mean, I guess we have seen other doctors at the hospital, but also. Yeah, yeah. but also he's in every scene, so. <laughs> yes. No, I've wasted. As yeah, far as I'm I, concerned, he's the only doctor. Yeah. Uh-huh. That other doctor had, like, a couple lines where she yelled at Cooper for trying to interrogate a comatose girl. Yeah, so true. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it seems like she has some troubling news from the doctor, but we don't get to know what that is. Uh, Pris has sent me a DM telling me that we're all wrong and Cooper's being good. He's just using his job as a jumping off point. Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Which Pris is probably right, but I'm making a funny podcast right now. I, eh, I, I'm a little bit with you in the sense that I feel like he is honestly tempted in that moment and has like, he is way too like uncomfortable and nervous to not like, it is not just to mean like now, uh, uh, nope. Yeah. He does not stonewall her. Yeah. He, he wants to do what she wants to do. Yeah. He just knows better. Um, but yeah, uh, Cooper comes in. He's like, oh, hey, Lucy, I heard you called out sick yesterday. And she's just like, yeah, I'm better now. It's fine. It's not fine. Lucy, tell oh, us. What's wrong, Lucy? Lucy. I retweeted a picture of uh, Lucy right next to Isabel. <laughs> oh, my God. Same girl. Holy yeah. shit. Same girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the same picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm renaming my uh, island in Animal Crossing. Do you think the the character limit will let me rename my Animal Crossing island Twin Peaks, and then in parentheses, it looks like a small idyllic island, but secretly it has a dark side? <laughs> <laughs> or do you think that but won't secretly fit? Secretly has a duck that might fit. <laughs> Uh, Cooper heads into the conference room where uh, Doc Hayward and Sheriff Truman are hanging out with Wally the Bird. Uh, Hayward has an encyclopedia where he's reading bird facts. He is reading bird facts. Apparently, this bird's a mimic. Yeah, it is a minor bird, which, yeah, is capable of mimicking human speech, which means that, you know, maybe it can give them some leads on the crime. Hmm. They they are basically like it is just a matter of time <laughs> until this bird tells us who did the murder. Right, but uh, unfortunately, uh, mimicry is something minor birds do as a like playful act, and Wally is dehydrated and half starved and depressed, and is therefore not up for doing any mimicry. Yeah. Uh, so Cooper sets up his tape recorder, uh, he puts it on, like, a voice-activated setting so that if it picks up any sound, it'll start recording, and that way they can, uh, you know, as soon as Wally starts talking, they will have it on tape. Yeah. Meanwhile, Doc Hayward is very concerned about the age of these grapes they're feeding the bird. Yeah. 
He's like, ah, I don't know. These grapes. I don't trust these grapes. No good. <laughs> these grapes are about to become raisins. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're right on the edge. Um, you know, if you soak uh, great, uh, raisin and grapefruit, it just becomes a uh, grape again. Run, run that one by me one more time. <laughs> if you soak a raisin in, in grape juice, it becomes a grape again. Now, I'm trying to figure out if you're doing a bit or if you're trying to tell me an actual science fact. Because <laughs> it sounds stupid and made up, but a lot of true you, things sound stupid and made up. But you don't know enough about grapes to... <laughs> I don't know enough grape science <laughs> to know for a fact that that wouldn't work. It seems like it wouldn't. <laughs> what do you think, Luke? I feel like it's gotten dried out to the point where, like, the texture of the, the raisin has gotten too firm. <laughs> But then maybe the water of the grape juice would soften it back up. It wouldn't go back to being like a fresh grape. That much is for certain. <laughs> that's that's too far. That's too far. But We've gone past that point. But would it soak up some of the grape juice and like get a little bit back to where it was? I don't think it would, but... <laughs> well, what's your final answer here, Luke? I, I'm gonna go with it's a fake thing that you said as a joke. It's a fake thing I said as a joke! You win the price of not looking like a fool on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I, think, I think the opportunity for that <laughs> passed when I ranted about Yu-Gi-Oh! for 20 minutes. <laughs> Just injecting a raisin with grape juice. <laughs> they did surgery on a raisin. <laughs> we gotta make it better. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cooper got the developed film from the camera they got at the cabin back, and uh, he shows Truman one of the photos, and it looks like it's of Wally. And uh, Cooper's just like, "What? No, it's a picture of Laura. Come on!" And like. Wally is clearly perched on, I guess, someone's shoulder or something. I, I guess that's Laura? Who is, like, blonde, it seems, but, like, sure, Goop. Right, sure. sure just like, uh, okay. A lot of blonde people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just a matter of time before Wally uh, spills the beans and tells them who killed Laura Palmer. And, uh, and of, of course, we all know that it's Eva... Like what? Wally. Oh! Like, like Wally the robot. Sure, yeah. I get it now. Did you guys know that in, in Britain, <laughs> Wally is. <laughs> I forgot. I love you. You're a treasure I, in my life. <laughs> I've forgotten what this bird's actual name is because of this it's, bit. It's Wally. <laughs> Wait. Am I? No. I yes, it it's Waldo. Wal- no, it's Waldo. It's it is Waldo. It's Waldo. It's Waldo. <laughs> Fuck. Ah. God damn it. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this is a goofy <laughs> Um <coughs> No, I was just going to say, uh, real fun to find out that the Phoenix Wright cross-examine a parrot thing is a Twin Peaks reference. 
It 100% is, right? Yeah, like, no, it has to be. It is too close to what happens in this episode. Well, that that parrot gets to the stand. Well, sure. Yes. <laughs> Are you telling me that, that parrot wasn't assassinated? <laughs> no one assassinated the Polly from Phoenix Wright. Uh the only clue to the guy who burned off his fingerprints. Right. <laughs> Remember how that parrot... Uh, I guess I shouldn't spoil Phoenix Wright 1, a 20-year-old game. It's it's not necessary. You don't have to do it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we find out that Leo is not dead. Leo is not dead. He got shot in the arm. He got shot in the arm. He's in a bad way, but like... Not in a bad enough way that he can't aim a sniper rifle at his wife. That's true. It's so funny that, like, he just has, like, a full-on sniper rifle. Yeah. I mean, if you're, it's a hunting rifle with a scope, but, you know. That makes, but, like, in my mind, he was just like, all right, I've got my, yeah. like, I got my pistol and then my main weapon sniper <laughs> rifle. Right, uh-huh. I'm scrolling the mouse wheel to bring out my other gun. Yeah, I, I have purchased at the beginning of this Counter-Strike level. Yeah. This man has and so many guns and also cars. Yes. Yeah, he's got... Well, yeah, he's got his semi-truck, this shitty rundown pickup truck, and his fancy Corvette. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's watching through his uh, rifle scope as Bobby saunters up to his house. And He's like, yep, look, look, nothing's gonna go bad for me. Nope. <laughs> and uh, Leo is just kind of patiently waiting for them to come back outside so he can murder them. Uh, meanwhile, inside, Shelly is having a breakdown as she tells Bobby about what happened last night. Uh, she is paralyzed with fear because he got away after she shot him. And, you know, that's not yeah. good. She is just like... He's gonna come back and kill me. She knows full well he's out there somewhere pointing a gun at her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I do, (laughs) I do like Bobby, like, take, you know, grabbing her face and be like, you listen now. Bobby's gonna make this all better. I'm gonna take care of Leo Johnson, and I'm gonna take care of James. Bro, she doesn't even know James. (laughs) Right. She's like, who? (laughs) She's gonna be like, okay, well, I care about half of that. (laughs) <laughs> I I know half of those people. Oh, I know she Jay- knows. I know she knows James, but she doesn't know James, right? She's like, Jay- who the fuck was James? Wait, the guy that was like making out with Laura behind your back, like not even sleeping with her. Yeah, it wasn't even that serious, bro. You're, you're putting while that on you the same were- level as the while you were husband making out I with got, me. Huh? <laughs> okay, well, I guess I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> Great. Thanks for the thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Leo is fully prepared to just kill them as soon as he gets a good beat on them. But then his police scanner picks up Lucy uh, talking to, I guess, another cop about the about Waldo over the radio. And uh, he realizes that that's way more important and he has to get in his car and go fucking <laughs> kill this bird. He's like, yeah. oh shit, fuck. that bird's got my number. Oh ah, shit. <laughs> oh fuck. I can't believe Waldo that, fucking turned on us. That bird's gonna sing. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to uh, Donna, James, and Maddie, who are listening to 
Laura's, Laura's tapes. Laura's pervert tapes. Laura's pervert tapes that she records for Dr. Jacoby. Bro. Yep. She feels like she's gonna, you know, dream tonight. The naughty ones like you like. Or big Ugh. bad ones, that's what she says. Ugh. Even worse. Even worse uh-huh. somehow. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal all my naked secrets to you, Dr. Jacoby. It's so much easier to talk into the tape recorder. I can say anything. For just one dollar more, you can hear more <laughs> of this tape. <laughs> <laughs> For just 30 cents a minute. <laughs> yeah, and uh, eventually James gets tired of listening to the JOI tape that Laura made for Jacoby and shuts it off while everyone else is very upset about it. Yeah. James and is like, I can't listen to this girl I'm in love with still uh, talk about how easy it is to manipulate men. I'm men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, that me. Yeah, she does have a whole bit of like, I don't know why it's so easy to make men fall in love with me. I don't even really like try. And it just kind of keeps happening. He's like, uh, bro, but- you can't say that about me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they realize that one of the tapes is missing and there's like an empty like case for it that is dated the night she died. Yeah. And, uh, it must be in Dr. Jacoby's office, and they're going to have to get in there to listen to it, because it must have crucial clues. Makes sense to me. Yep. Um, uh, I I, I want to say this now. Yeah. Um, I had a thought when we were watching this episode. Um, I don't think I hate James as much as I hate James's leather jacket. <laughs> You're right that he's way better anytime he's not in the leather jacket. When he's not wearing the leather jacket, he's fine. But as soon as he puts yeah. on that jacket, I want to hit him. He just can't pull that vibe off he at all. He can't. Yeah, like he's he, much like, more tolerable when he's not trying to be cool. He's just a dweeb, and that's fine. It's okay yeah, to be a dweeb. He's a weenie, and when he just embraces his weeniehood, it's fine. Put on the yeah. sweater, man. Whatever, dude. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The the like the leather jacket is like some weird symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I would enjoy that. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in this scene, he is dressed like a middle schooler with his, like, button-up collared shirt and his, like, slightly, not spiky hair, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's out there. Yeah, and that's a look he can pull off. He's fine. It's fine. But But, uh, but again, the enduring enduring leather jacket. I hate it. Anyway, go on. (laughs) Yeah, no, James starts hatching a scheme for how they can get Dr. Jacoby out of his office tonight. Uh, And it involves uh, these tapes and Maddie. Yeah, and also a way to see Laura again. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, guys. Freak. No, I just think this is the best possible plan anybody could think of. It's got nothing to do with me wanting you to dress up like my dead girlfriend. Well, he's not even going to stick around to watch, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we go over to Horn's department store. Audrey has got her job behind the perfume counter, and she's just crushing she's, it. Yeah, she's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> There's like yeah. an older woman that's like trying to buy perfume, not being mean at all. She's just like, I don't know, oh, this is too flowery. I want something like kind of fruity, you know, something that like makes a statement. And she's like, All right, how about you fucking wear it around your neck like a necklace, then, idiot? Yeah, it rolls. Okay, I guess <laughs> I'll go. Love this little freak. And she's like, Right, bye. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna take a leak. Yeah. 
the the best we've talked about the the bird assassination uh-huh my other favorite moment of this episode is when she just goes up to a guy and said hey there's a car accident outside he's like what the and he runs <laughs> off to go look yeah she As catches he has her to boss. go clean it up she sees her boss like the guy she was talking to and threatened last week uh talking to the other girl at the counter and asking her to meet him and so she yeah makes an excuse to go to his office before they do and yeah, there's a guy over there, and she just kind of like sidles up. Hey, there's a big fucking bus crash outside. You should go check it out. The way he reacts is like, oh, fuck, I gotta go mop that up. <laughs> yeah. oh, God damn it, again? And then, uh, yeah, she lights a cigarette and hides in the boss's closet. She takes the boss's cigarettes. Queen. Uh-huh. Which, this entire time, I assumed the punchline of the scene was going to be, Oh, Audrey, uh, trying to be cool, did this fucking cigarette bullshit, and now everyone is just seeing smoke wisp out of the closet. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Because it's got, like, you know, slats. Yes. (laughs) It'd be very easy for smoke to billow out. Uh, She just has herself a nice little smoke while she listens about the pervert club in Canada. Uh, yeah, he's like, "Why why don't I take you to evening wear, Jenny, and we'll pick out something elegant for you. Yeah. Here, I got uh, you a gift. It's a it's a tiny little glass unicorn, because they're an ancient symbol of purity. You fucking creep. This fucking you sucks. Fucking... <laughs> and I, I just assumed that his, uh, his office is so full of cigarette smoke. That is true. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's one more cigarette's worth? That's what I was going to say. Yes. It's 1990. You can't go anywhere without walking through cigarette smoke. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, and yeah, he's like, no. Let- and I, yeah, it, it, this is, it just turned into like one of the things where it's like weird to see people just run to the gate at an airport. Right. Where it's like, oh, wait, no, that's not how things work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he gives this whole fucking sales pitch to Jenny like, well, listen, you know, when you were up at the club last week, we really thought you were a lot of fun and we just... Love to have you out there, you know, and you you will have total control. You'll only do stuff you're comfortable doing, but, you know, you might get chosen to be a hospitality girl. What does a hospitality girl do? Well, she escorts certain people. You, you'll just make sure that the VIPs have a good time. Well, see, Jenny, it's mostly sucking and fucking. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, Jenny's. See, at the beginning, I thought Jenny was like understood the deal and was like, "Yeah, no, I'm down for it." When she's like, "Oh wait, what's a hospitality girl?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. oh no, oh, oh, yeah, oh." They, abs- she absolutely doesn't understand the deal. I, I think she was maybe down for getting some extra money by dressing sexy, right? Uh, she thought she was signing up for like a job at like rich people Hooters. Yes. <laughs> or rich per uh people Twin Peaks. Uh hey, we came full circle. Hey. <laughs> uh but well, yeah, you know, up in leaves. evil Canada. <laughs> up in evil Canada. With their evil Hooters. <laughs> yeah. Gothic Hooters. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, after they leave, Audrey pokes through uh, her boss's things. What's his name? Emery Battis. Uh, she like looks through his address book and finds Renette Pulaski's name in there. Uh, Jenny left her unicorn behind, so she steals that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll come back to her later because right now we got to check in on everybody's favorite guy, Hank. Uh, this man's evil. Yeah, he's an evil man. But I am enjoying watching him. Sure. So. Uh, yeah, he's working in the diner. He's just he's just a stand-up ex-con trying to make an honest living as he's making small talk with Shelly. And, like, but then we find out what he was actually doing was fishing for the name of Big Ed. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, that motherfucker. Ed. Fucking kill him. Big Ed. Let me just grab this lighter. Yeah, then he just steals some guy's lighter for no reason, just because he's a dick. Yeah, it looks like it's supposed to be important, but I guess if it's just some guy's lighter, I was the trying to figure out whose lighter was it was. Just like, oh hey, free lighter. The way he looked at it, he's like, oh, I should steal the person, this. It did also seem like the person just left it. <laughs> I de- I certainly do not have a comprehensive memory of this show. It might very well turn out next episode to be like, oh yeah, I got your message that was hidden in the lighter you planted at the double R, but. I, I just know. assumed that he must have done fire crimes in the past. That's also possible. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's definitely involved in fire crimes. Right. Uh, but then, yeah, uh, Sheriff Truman comes in to check on him and just kind of give him the spiel about, like, hey, motherfucker, you got to be at your parole. Uh, you got to check in with your parole officer every week or you go back to yeah. jail, idiot. Yeah. And she's like, oh, all right, fine. Well then, I'll see you later. Thanks for the Sheriff. hospitality. Yeah, Jeff Truman's in a bad mood this morning. <laughs> yeah, he's not having a good day. It's like fucking, I gotta look at Hank's dumb fucking face every time I walk in here now. Hate that guy. Uh, Shelley offers him and Cooper some coffee, and Truman's like, "No, no, we don't have time." But Cooper stops him. The, yeah. the famous <laughs> "give yourself a gift" thing. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, let me let you in on a little secret here, Harry." Treat yourself. Every day, once a day, give yourself a present. Just something little, just just for you. Yeah, treat yourself. You know, take a nap in your office. Have a nice cup of coffee. And Truman just looks at the coffee and then back at Truman goes, A present. Like Christmas. Like Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Or birthday. (laughs) Oh. Oh. I forgot about presents. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's enough to convince Harry, like, all right, all right, we'll have some coffee. He wasn't going to turn out a date opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to aggressively not think about uh, Dale Cooper's awful coffee breath. Uh, Sure, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, we watch him drink a lot of coffee and never yeah. see him eat a mint. <laughs> I imagine that he smells like what a good cup of coffee smells like. Sure. But not like the actual, like, what someone who has imbibed a lot of coffee smells like. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am. I will drink coffee from time to time. I feel like we've talked about this. I'm not a huge coffee drinker, but, like, I feel like anytime I have a cup of coffee for, like, the next hour, my mouth feels gross. Yeah, I don't really drink I coffee. I feel like that when I, like eat or drink a lot of things, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. Coffee just... I Even if the, like, drinking of it is pleasant, it's just like, ugh. 
Ugh, yeah. I need to go brush my teeth now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back with Audrey, and yeah, she's using the it's unicorn. She... Oh, wait, what? You've jumped, you've jumped so far ahead. Oh, what did I skip? Uh, well, there's the scene with Big Ed. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you're right. This yeah, Audrey thing I was really fast. With it. <laughs> I was too, but my, my thing had gotten ahead. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, Audrey uses the unicorn she stole to convince Jenny that she has also uh, been called to work at One-Eyed Jack's. Uh, you know, she does some pretty good lying here. Yeah. Yeah, the other girl isn't 100% convinced, but she's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> she don't care that much. Right. Uh, but Listen, Aud- I just work here. Yeah, but Audrey's just like, hey, I kind of fucked up. I lost uh, the phone number he gave us for Black Rose. Can you uh can you let me write it down? The sucking and fucking phone number. <laughs> Black Rose famed dot hack uh character. Yeah. Yes. This episode to me feels like it's snapping into place that like I like the idea of Twin Peaks being a show with sort of three plot lines where it's you got like Cooper and the cops doing their investigation, you have the most of the teen kids, like James and Donna and Maddie, like doing their stuff that's, like, just kind of weird, and then Audrey in, like, her weird neo-noir thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Big Ed. Big Ed. Rolling down the line. It's a, it's a good episode for Big Ed content. Great episode for Big Ed content. <laughs> Nadine is watching... Big Ed fans. Nadine is watching Invitation to Love. Yes. Uh, and Chet is about to kill all these motherfuckers. <laughs> this yeah. little dweeb shaking with his gun. Specifically the guy with, like, the bandana and the sunglasses from last episode. <laughs> Hell yeah, Chet, get it. <laughs> Nadine's like, you show them all, Chet. Yeah, Nadine loves to see it. Yeah, she does. As she's just, yeah, eating bonbons on the couch, and uh, we've come to learn is deeply upset because her uh, a patent attorney rejected her silent drape runners. I'll be honest. I'm feeling for an Nadine here. Yeah, you this know, listen, brutal. she's she's trying her best. Yeah. And, yeah, like, Ed is like, listen, just get right back up on that fucking horse. Yeah, he's, like, trying to encourage her, like, listen, it was the first one. It's, uh, don't you dare give up. You know, you got, like, he's... Really throwing himself into trying to assure her. And then they hug, and you just see the look on his face. He's like, God damn it, why am I digging this ditch deeper? Yeah, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. Yeah. Too good a guy. Too good a guy. Uh, but also, he's dressed up real snazzy. Yeah, he is. What's going on We don't on know here, why Ed? yet. <laughs> it's like a fancy bolo tie and a suit. He's Nadine, you don't understand. I'm going out with the Bookhouse Boys tonight. <laughs> It's a bookhouse kind of night. Yeah, yeah. this is an episode with a lot of, like, you know, people are, are getting into tough situations. There's a lot of, uh, not sadness, but, you know, stress and tension. Things are ratcheting up. Not for Pete, though. Pete's having a great time. He's having a great time. He just got this he, fish taxidermied. You know what? Ah, I kinda, Pete's having a little bit of tension himself because he feels like the taxidermist uh, shrunk the fish they when he mounted my fish. it. Uh, it's like, ah, oh, I'd lost something in the translation. And he's like, well, size isn't everything, I guess. I love, I treasure every scene with Pete. Every time he says something, it's classic. I love it. 
Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He's a good old guy. Truman did not come here to see Pete's new trophy. He came here to see Josie, who is excited to see him at first, and then he's like... But then, remember, she's evil. <laughs> right, then he's like, hey, what were you doing at the motel the, uh, yesterday? And <laughs> Josie is a staggeringly bad liar. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, uh, yeah, the thing about that is that I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, you saw me? Oh, well, okay, well, the thing about that is that... Well, you see... Have I ever told you about my twin sister? <laughs> my twin cousin? Yeah. The thing is, I, you know, she she is conning Harry with this, so... Yes. Maybe yeah, she's a the, very good she's liar. A, she's a terrible liar, but Harry just wants to, like, trust in her so much that he does not care. Yeah. I mean, I guess, to be fair, in this moment, she starts telling him the truth that she was spying on Ben and Catherine. Yeah. Uh, and has pictures of them together. Um, and he's like, how, how good are we talking? Yeah. How good are these pictures? Well, you just kind of got him walking in, huh? You didn't get anything through the window? Well, All right. you know. Well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's your first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You didn't have the zoom lens. Right. Uh, but yeah, he assures her that like, everything's going to be okay. He's not going to let them hurt her. Little Nobody's going to burn down the mill. Yeah, nobody's going to burn down that dang mill. But little does he know, it's 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 Catherine who might get hurt by Josie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, I don't really care. I, as, the, as the biggest Catherine stan on this podcast, I can't say she doesn't have it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. Listen, she's trying to do schemes. It's just, unfortunately, she's currently being out-schemed. She is being out-schemed. Cooper's she's got well, a tuxedo. Yeah, uh, she has never considered that someone would scheme against her. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Cooper's all dressed up. He's with, uh, Truman and Ed, and, uh, he, he's got, like, did you say $10,000 of ha- He said money? he has $10,000 of FBI money to gamble with. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big roll of money. It is a big role. Also, money. him being like, I always like to give back a return when I return. <laughs> yeah, anytime I use company money to gamble, I like to do a ten to fifteen cent uh, percent return. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, how do we start you off with uh, three hundred dollars? Ed <laughs> is uh, having a great day because he just got given three hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know. be given three hundred dollars, man. This is great. <laughs> Guess, you know, they can all go up from here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why I've given Ed that kind of voice. Yeah. He's like, no, that's what Ed sounds like. Ignore what he sounds like on the show. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> <coughs> that's Ed. Uh, that's Ed. Don't go back to Thunder Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Ed said that. Said that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Truman kind of talks. right in the wilderness. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> uh, Truman kind of talks to Cooper about the Josie situation and explains, like, yeah, I mean, I've known that Catherine and Ben are fucking. That's, like, old news. But Josie only yeah. just found out about it, I guess. And she's worried. And Cooper clearly already Cooper. knows Josie is uh, also a schemer. <laughs> every, but... time, every time Cooper has walked into a room, he's had to resist the urge to say, hey, how long has Josie been evil? 
Yeah, 100%. When did Josie turn evil? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> and like he tries to be like gently, okay, I know you love Josie. Have you considered the possibility, though, that she's evil? Do you think that is maybe she, your- she murdered her husband? Maybe. Do you think that she is your forever girl? <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, no, what? Fuck you. No, she's great. I trust her with my life. And Cooper's just like, all right, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> guess we'll look into this. I, I, I guess we'll trust Josie because you trust her and I care about you. Time to get some fake mustaches. <sighs> yeah, let's go get some fake mustaches. Get yeah, our mind up all this. Cool, come look at my cool costume suitcase. <laughs> I, 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 I sent away uh, five payments of $20 for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did yeah, get a return. Just so. Audrey's coming in. She's desperately trying to get in touch with Cooper to uh, pass on the information she found out about One-Eyed Jacks. But uh, just, just missed him. him. Uh, a... An insurance agent comes to visit Catherine and explains that, hey, you know, this new life insurance policy that you signed up for under very normal and not suspicious circumstances kicks in at midnight. But actually, uh, we still need you to sign off on something here because, oh, you know, hey, it's a mistake. Yeah, what can who can say? Actually, I I'm the one that fucked up the papers on purpose because I thought it was weird that we were doing this insurance policy without ever meeting you. Yeah, I thought a crime was about to be done, so... It sort of seemed like a crime might be happening. And uh, Catherine uh, does not know what this is about, but just kind of plays it cool as she flips through the papers and finds out yeah, that... Th- this is the first time that she realizes that she is being skeeved. Yeah, that she's actually the one getting fucked over here, because um, Ben and Josie have conspired to forge an insurance policy in her name... Uh, that will pay out $1 million to Josie Packard if she dies. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Bro, you are already getting the mill money. Yeah. But you know what's you better than the mill be money greedy. is the mill money plus a million dollars. You can't do this. Also, you don't have to deal with Catherine anymore. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I guess this is a loose end for Ben. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. angle Ben's coming at it from. I I almost like that Catherine's ba- like, the look on her face is, like, half between, like, how am I going to get out of this? And, like, half, like, well, they got me. Yes. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's a little, a little bit of respect well, they on got the face. Me, a little bit, like, I think she's a little bit honestly hurt that, like, Ben fucked her over. Yeah. Well, no, I thought, I thought we were the crime buddies. You're not... You're not you my, kissed my feet. You're not crime buddies <laughs> with me anymore? <laughs> I let you suck my toes. <laughs> God damn it, doesn't that mean anything anymore? <laughs> that used to mean something in this town. <laughs> <laughs> A few people know this, but the Twin Peaks actually refer to the two big toes most people have. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on this episode? <laughs> I'm very tired after work. I had a very long day is what happened. Catherine's feet look perfect and idyllic, but they secretly have a dark (laughs) dark secret. (laughs) Bunions. This is stupid. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah. And yet it keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine finds that the extra ledger is missing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she also kind of just puts the feelers out to see if she can put the moves on this insurance guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, like, are you, uh, are you uh, ambitious? And he's like, I would like to think so. Hmm. Like, damn, okay. Hmm. Yeah, well, yeah she's really like, well, my, my old fuck partner yeah. fucked me over. Just tried to kill yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Just need a new one. I'm in the market for a new crime fuck. <laughs> How, what do you think, pal? <laughs> And he's like, do we have to crime? And she's like, you gotta. You gotta crime. That's key. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the whole... It's not hot if you're not criming. Yeah. It's true. Crime me a river. And yeah, I feel like we're just left uh, with Catherine in this episode just being like, oh boy, oh, I'm, in, I'm in a real... Uh, I got problems. This is a little pickle for me. Yeah. Uh, Audrey in the hotel sees... Uh, a businessman checking in. Um, yeah, what the fuck is this scene? Uh, you know, you gotta set some things up for the future. And remember yeah. how we were talking about how grateful we were that Twin Peaks has no Japanese businessman jokes? Uh-oh. Oh, oh. oh no. I got some bad news. <laughs> Just walking over to the window, staring out it. Walking back. Yeah. Head and hands. Anyway, Leo assassinates the parrot. The, the <laughs> yeah, Leo assassinates bird. the parrot while the cops are having fun with Cooper's disguise kit. It's 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 bleeding jelly all over the donuts. <laughs> yeah. You know that they made it like look like jelly, and because it's actually jelly, because they still wanted to eat the donuts. <laughs> before I'd ever seen this show, like, years before, my dad was trying to explain it to me, just, like, what it was. It's like, so, like, the image you have to have in your mind to, like, get the vibe of Twin Peaks is blood on donuts. That's what that show is. Hmm. So this shot right here is Twin Peaks to him. I see. And you know what? To be fair, it's yeah, Twin this Peaks is to me, Peaks. too. Yeah, um... No, listen, now when I talk about Twin Peaks, bird assassination's gonna be up there. Yeah, I just like that he remembered the bloody donuts and forgot that it was bird blood. <laughs> Good work, 47. <laughs> <laughs> that has been is Waldo the Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> he also could have, uh... Dropped the cage into the trash can. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You replace, you replace the bird with a different explosive bird. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he could have poisoned the, the seeds. Uh, everyone is kind of broken up that this bird got murdered. Uh, Cooper heads over to his tape recorder to see if they got anything before Waldo died. I like the, It takes a while to like like track through it, and he gets to a bit where... Lucy's just in here playing with it. It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it just becomes a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Then it just becomes real sad. Yep, because then he finally finds what was happening right before Waldo got killed, and it just starts saying, Laura, Laura, don't go there. Hurting me. Not not good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it specifically kind of... calls out Leo. Yeah, Leo, no. And yeah, that's no good. No. 
But they got a casino to get to, so they this can wait. To to. I am, they got mustaches to put on. I am shocked that this episode did not end with bur- with bird assassination. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> bird assassination is like the second act break. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> There's a whole other fucking thing they do. Cannot fucking believe that. They just move on from the bird murder. Uh... I love Big Ed and his fake mustache. His <laughs> curly wig. What a beautiful man. Big Ed already has kind of curly hair. It, yeah, but now he has bigger curly hair. Yeah, now they. I also like that when he's getting a wig, it's like, well, my head's pretty big. Yeah, is this wig gonna fit? I got a big head. I'm Big That's Ed why they with call a big him head. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his first name's Big, and then it's. Uh, middle initial H, last name A. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they get to One-Eyed Jacks. They do establish, like, yeah, One-Eyed Jacks is across the border in Canada, which means that the cops have no jurisdiction there. That's why this is a bookhouse, boys. <laughs> so, yeah, Cooper, instead of... I, I feel like surely there must be some kind of infrastructure set up where the FBI can contact... Like Canadian law enforcement for something this close to the border. Yeah, but you know, then then he wouldn't be able to bring Big Ed with him. And well, yeah, wouldn't be able to bring Big Ed with him. And it is more important for Cooper at this point to have some fun book ass boys times. Yeah, let's yeah. fucking go. Um, yeah. Like, do you Co- think that when he? <laughs> go ahead, Ashley. <laughs> do you think when he asked for the money, he's like, "Well, like, who are you going in with?" Oh, the book ass boys. Oh, of course, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> The bookhouse boy is a hundred thousand then. <laughs> you know, I was gonna. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Then I remember that his. Uh, we've already heard his boss, and it's just David Lynch. And you know what? Yeah, okay, that tracks. Yep. I just like that this episode opens with Cooper giving Audrey the whole spiel, like, "I have sworn to uphold a sacred oath to the FBI, Audrey, and now I am gonna go take a shit all over international crime <laughs> laws, and now I'm going to make it rain across the border." <laughs> To be fair, he hasn't done anything yet. He's just chilling at a casino. That's true. I guess he doesn't. I guess he doesn't break any laws here. No, That's true. he's just chilling. Other than like, I assume this is an illegal casino, but almost certainly. Yeah, yeah. So he does I, some illegal I, gambling. I'm not entirely sure it's an illegal casino. It could be part native owned. Yeah, I, I don't know how that stuff works in Canada. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically the most we see is that, like, we kind of cut away after he sees Jacques. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we get a lot of a stuff. A little bit like, later, but... I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, we don't know if he's going to break laws later this night. That's <laughs> yeah. true, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, Cooper and Ed meet Black Rose, who's just like, oh, hey, newcomers, how you doing, boys? Such a rookie season, huh? And they are so bad at being undercover. <laughs> yeah. But, but Black Rose is like, Cooper's hot, so I'm okay with it. Right. She's like, she looks at Ed and like, you look like a cop. And Cooper's like, no, no, that's me. I'm, I'm cop. Yeah. I and think the like, idea is supposed to be funny. that, like, they're not, like, they are trying to convince her that they are trying to lie about who they are, but not because they're cops. You know what I mean? Yes. They're like, they don't want to use their real names here, but they are just here to gamble and fuck. Yeah, I, I like, yeah, like, 
Uh, Big Ed accidentally says that he's a mechanic. <laughs> right. Before re- being reminded that he's an oral surgeon. Yeah. And she goes, well, my truck out back's got a real bad toothache. <laughs> yeah. My car needs a root canal. And he's like, well, I'll see what's under your hood. And she's like, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, she, Big Ed wants to have sex with her very badly. <laughs> she's Listen, like, he's no subtlety, He's huh? gone fully into character. Uh-huh. Listen, when that mustache is on me, I'm not me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they head back into the casino. Uh, Hawk is like, you know, Cooper's wearing a wire and Hawk is just monitoring them from a van. Uh, yeah. And I think, is this where we cut back to Audrey or something else? Uh, no, this is uh, Ben and Jerry, oh, right. I think, next, right? No, uh, next is uh, Maddie sneaking out of the house. Oh, to right. go and act James's plan. She's, and you just see Leland on the couch, just like, oh no. It is a long shot of Maddie creeping very quietly to slip out the front door without any without waking anyone up. And she does not see Leland just sitting in the living room watching her leave. Yeah. And then he just slowly turns his head back so it's back in shadow. Creepy. Yeah, and just like you're catching like the light catching, like, the glare from the tears in his eyes as his head moves. Ugh. Yeah, it's really well shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she pulls up in her car to the park. The gazebo crime mystery park. <laughs> the only place James ever hangs out of in the roadhouse. Yeah. I-, I like that, like, when the doctor, like, Jacoby sees it later, he's like, Gazebo. Gazebo. And, uh, yeah, James watches as Maddie slowly, like, steps into the light of her headlights, and she's got Laura's clothes on and a blonde wig, and... Yeah, before, like, I realized what was happening, I'm like, oh, this is, like, you're just getting blatant about it, James. (laughs) Like, you're just, just, like, he just invite her out here to, like... Uh Uh-huh. Pretend to be Laura on a date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, she just, like, steps in the light, and it's like, dang, Laura's, Laura's here. Shit. I just like that it, we've got Cheryl Lee playing one of her two characters playing the other of her two characters. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's good yeah, shit. Yeah, and then Donna this, walks up, and James is like, oh, sorry, yeah, girlfriend, yeah. Uh-huh. This blonde wig looks like shit. Oh, yeah, it's not a good wig, which I love. Yeah, yeah, no, it is a hundred percent on purpose. Yeah, it's yeah, a wig yeah. on a wig. Uh, but yeah, then we get uh, Ben and Jerry entertaining the Icelanders. Ben just has an entire fucking pint of ice cream that he's eaten out of while they're all drinking and just singing ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall in Icelandic. But Ben's like, "You guys gotta teach me some of these crazy Iceland songs." He's he's so fucking fed up. He's so tired. He, like, stops pretending to be entertained by this for, like, a few seconds and then starts again. Yeah, when when everyone's looking away, he's just like, anyway. (laughs) Also, Jerry just has a giant pine cone for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what happened here, but yeah. He just uh, grabbed that from, like, the prop desk. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hold this in that scene? Yeah. And David Lynch was like, yeah, yeah, Uh (laughs) sure. Uh, yeah, Jerry's just having a great time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all the, the 
Icelanders leave, and uh, Ben's just like, motherfucker, how much longer? We need these fucking contracts signed. Please, I have please. so many crimes to do. And he's like, listen, no, they're ready to sign. And he's like, then why didn't you sign them? Uh-huh. Like, well, because they want to have a signing party up at One-Eyed Jacks. It's like, well, and he... he like Ben is like how like how like why did you tell them? Yeah. And but like last episode he was like, Oh, maybe we can take him up to one eyed jacks. Yeah, I also like that Ben like is trying to be a serious evil crime man, but like as much as he is trying to be uh like frustrated and huffy about it, he kinda loves his brother and all the dumb shit yeah. fun he gets up to. Yeah. <laughs> Cause as soon as Jerry's like, I let it slip, Ben's just like, Ah, you rascal, let's go get him. <laughs> nah, horse, 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 horse. <laughs> They're just two brothers who love each other, and that's the only thing about them. That's true. Yeah. I uh I, I guess the thing we're setting up is everybody being at one eyed jacks for the next episode. Yeah, yeah. The finale is definitely like converging on yes. one eyed jacks. Uh while he's got a private moment alone, Ben calls up Josie. Uh, to ask about what's going on with Catherine, because they need her at the mill when it gets burned down. And yes. uh, Josie is just like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I'll get her there. By the way, don't call here for a while. He's like, I know how crime works. And the camera zooms out to reveal that Hank is here with Josie. My fucking God. We thought he was threatening her, but actually he's been working for her. My fucking God. Also, he's got a leather jacket where he's popped the collar. Yeah, he does. I also like, he's sitting here posing with his leather jacket while she's on the phone, and then as soon as she hangs up, he takes the leather jacket off. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just a leather jacket for that call. He was oh. stanced up. Uh, that was my evil phone call jacket. I gotta switch yeah. into my doing crimes jacket now. Yeah, you know how hard it is to get smoke out of leather? Yeah. <laughs> smoke out of leather. <laughs> Audrey's got her second job interview in as many days. It's true. Uh, Audrey's gone. It has girl boss too close to the sun. <laughs> yes. You can't gaslight the sun. I do like that she is uh, walking into uh, this creepy brothel office and just handing in her resume. You know? Yeah. She's doing it. And, uh, yeah, she gives her name as Hester Prynne, and uh, Blackie kind of looks over her work experience and is like, oh, you've, you've been at Calgary. Yeah, how's, uh, how's Big Amos doing up there? He's like, oh, yeah, good. B- bigger and better. Yeah, well, that's the name of my dog, dipshit. Yeah. I, I would all, I would, if someone asked me that and I was lying, I would just instantly be like, oh, didn't he die years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, yeah, also we, yeah, Blackie's like, yeah, I fucking, okay, Hester Prynne, you fucking named yourself after the character from the Scarlet Letter, you shitty you little high school kid. You're not good at this. Oh, is that what that is? I've never read the Scarlet Letter. Yeah, that's why she says, like, yeah, yeah I also okay. read the, hard, the Scarlet Letter in high school. I just didn't like, know if there was something else. Yeah, you are a child, and you think you're slick, and you're absolutely not slick, so give me one good reason not to kick you out of here. And then she does that, like, cherry trick, and uh, 
She's like, good enough for me. Yeah, she ties a cherry stem into a knot with her tongue. And she's like, well, you got me there. Yeah, I guess that is our hiring quota. So, like, yeah. that's, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. We had a discussion after these episodes of whether Audrey has fucked or not. <laughs> yeah. She has. Do we think so? Yeah, she has. I don't know. I could see her being someone who is, like, presenting as extremely sexual, but has not had any actual experience. Yeah, that's almost more Rylene, where she's the kind of, like, high school kid who's like, oh, yeah, no, I've had sex, like, three dozen times. I do it all the time. I always have sex. I definitely know how it works. Love the penis feels like sand, and, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But also, if you just told me that, like, She's a fuck machine. I'd be like, yeah, I also probably could. Yeah, sure, I wouldn't <laughs> blow my mind if she wouldn't be the first high school girl on this show to have an upsetting amount of sex. Man, it's not uh, my business. Yeah, no, sure. Uh, but uh, Cooper is just... I, I guess also he's an expert card counter because he's just cleaning out this blackjack table. Yeah, I feel I I almost feel like he doesn't even know that he's doing it. Oh, because like Ed comes over and he's like, "Well, geez, I already lost all my money." And Cooper's like, "Well, why don't you sit down? I'll teach you how to play blackjack. If you can count to ten, you can win at this." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I'm just guessing that it is something that he does like second nature. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh. Ed has to clear out because the dealers switched out, and Jacques Renault is now at this blackjack table. Yeah. This is the fuck. He's, this is the fucking. It's, it's, the it's the guy. It's the guy. That's him. It's the. It's the guy from that one episode of Seinfeld about Kramer in a war with his cable guy. Sure. It's the only other thing I know this actor from. A lot of people in Twin Peaks have bit roles on Seinfeld. It's almost like both shows aired in the 90s and pulled from the same pool of actors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot like that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Jacoby's just chilling in his office. He's got himself a nice tall drink with an absurdly large, like, pineapple slice on the rim. He answers his phone and says, aloha. (laughs) Because he's the worst human who's ever lived. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I, I I did kind of like pop for just the like how ridiculous that fucking straw, like that monstrosity of a drink. Yeah, is. that whole drink situation is a lot. The pineapple slice is so big that I half expected it to tip over when he set it down. <laughs> it is a very big piece of pineapple. Yeah, he's watching Invitation to Love, where someone from off screen is <laughs> offering Jade a drink. Says, "Here's to old times, Jade." Should old acquaintance be forgot? God. <laughs> I love Invitation to Love. I do wish they made a whole invitation. Just one. Have someone cut together, like, some of the Simpsons, like, fake TV shows. Like, they'll just cut together yeah. all of the things. Uh-huh. I'm sure someone has. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a shame, but... They probably shouldn't have done this because it would have been like too on the nose. But there is a part of me that's sad that uh, I I will tell you season three does not feature a subplot where Invitation to Love got a 25 years later reboot. Fuck. 
God damn it. They did a, a 25 years later reboot and that and had the same actors. God, yes. If they had the same guy playing Chet. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Uh, but yeah, um, the uh, kids call up Jacoby and give Maddie the phone and she just starts quoting one of the, the tape they were listening to back to him. And uh, his reaction is to immediately reach into his desk drawer and pull out a gun. Yes. He's like, well, okay, somebody knows about the sex tapes I had a teenager make me. That's a problem. Yeah, that's an issue. Somebody's Nobody can know about that. Yeah. That's not going to go well. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. They left a VHS outside his door with... Uh, it's, it's a tape they recorded of uh, Maddie holding today's newspaper dressed up as Laura. Yes. And she's like, hey, check it out. I'm not a ghost. Yeah, I'm actually still alive. I never died. That's right. Yeah. You never saw the body, so really. Yeah, (laughs) you didn't go to the funeral. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So they tell him to meet her at Sparkwood in 21, the very same intersection where James last saw Laura. Oh, is that true? Yeah. All right. (laughs) The kind of detail you only catch when you've watched this show too many times. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, Maddie's just like, yeah, I, I, th- I think he bought it. Okay, well, um, I guess I'm just gonna stand here and wait for a guy who we know is a weirdo creep. Yeah, I guess I will just stand here alone and unguarded in uh, out in the open in the middle of the night after provoking a uh, sex criminal who we suspect of murder. Yeah, who, in a town where we know that a girl was just murdered and a other girl was nearly murdered after a very traumatic traumatic event. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we find out that Bobby is stalking the three of them and he's watching them. But also, the shots of Bobby are like handheld camera, almost as if we were seeing the POV of somebody else stalking Bobby. Boy, I sure hope Bobby and or the evil in the woods doesn't see me out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fucking meme of like, yeah, the person like with a gun on the person with a gun on a person. And then you like f- zoom out and there's like a sniper rifle. On the person. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like we were saying before, Jacoby kind of keeps watching the tape back and catches a glimpse of the gazebo in the tape. And he's like, I know where that fucking gazebo is. That's where all the teens hang out when they give emotional <laughs> monologues about their backstories. True. That's where that loser James hangs out. <laughs> so instead of going to where they told him to, he heads to that gazebo. Uh, but uh, yeah, James and Donna don't know that he's not going where they want him to. All they know is he's out of the office and they're free to break in and search for clues. I had... Oh, I maybe missed this and i just assumed that they had told him exactly where to go yeah i oh, thought sure. the gazebo was maybe at that location no yeah yeah yeah, no no i i thought that they had told him to go to the gazebo oh yeah yeah yeah. and that they were just even dumber than i thought they were no yeah they told them a different address and he decided to not listen to them because it's okay. clearly some kind of weird trick yeah uh, but yeah, he's like, I J- know that bitch dead. I haven't got any sex tapes. <laughs> so James and Donna head up to Jacoby's office. Well, meanwhile, Bobby sneaks up and plants a bag of drugs right in James's dang gas tank. 
I, I was wondering, it's either drugs or sugar. That's true. It might just be sugar. I but think I guess it it's is, drugs. I think it is drugs, but yeah. it is, in actuality, probably sugar. Right. Ah, oh, sure. Yeah. I what if we if were both right? I think if put sugar in his gas tank, he wouldn't have kept the bag sealed. Well, you know. It's probably going to get fucked up either way. Yeah. And uh, I think the last shot of this episode is just more of that creepy handheld footage creepily staring at Maddie from afar. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to be fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, nothing bad's going to happen there. Nothing bad is going to happen to Maddie. No. Damn, they would do that to Shirley's character twice? <laughs> that's fucked Man, up. Man, this actress was really good. Let's kill her again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like Shirley does a really good job in this episode because she's got to play Laura, but she has to like do a bad job on purpose. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, like I think like her imitating the tape and like doing and then like having her voice change in a way that doesn't seem like comical. Yeah. As she goes like, "Okay, I think I think he got it." Um, it's like actually like really well done. Yeah. Yeah. It is I I think this show definitely kind of zeroed in on the fact that she had a lot of talent. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that is Episode 7 of Twin Peaks. We made it. It's true, we did it. There's just one more episode left in the season. Everybody fucking in 1990s on the edge of their seats. They can't wait for next week's season finale when they finally reveal who killed Laura Palmer. A thing that was never promised. Yeah, Yeah, why would they think that? That's clearly not where we're headed. Yeah, people didn't think there was going to be like a second season of it. They just thought, yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, this is the end of it, right? So they'll have to finish up the mystery. Uh, I can, I'm that lady wrapped in plastic from that one video. <laughs> yeah, there was a video going around a couple weeks ago of just like a, a news story from the time covering how angry people were about uh, the episode we're watching next time because it doesn't wrap things up. And just like all the viewing parties. And yeah, just a woman like <laughs> with a plastic tarp wrapped around her like a blanket because she's a big Twin Peaks head. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't see how you watch like these last few episodes ago. Oh, yeah, we're clearly at the end of this thing. Yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like it's just finally getting going. Yes. It's fine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but Luke, do you have any? Before we get to questions, do you have a question for us? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, didn't have yeah. to do this to him. You didn't have That's to do this. Fine. To him, no, I did. No, I did. No, I did. All right, well, Ashley, since you since you prompted it, who do you think killed Laura? Uh, no clue. Great, Molly. What about you? Uh, bad vibes. Yeah, I mean, bad vibes were probably involved. I'll give you that much. Bad vibes killed. No, it was the vibes directly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It the vibes weren't just involved. The vibes did the murder. Maybe that's all Bob it, is. Just the bad vibes that men be, have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was Vibe killed the beast. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <sighs> Ashley, have any questions? We do. Um, from Matt Max Knightley. Is it fucked up that some birds can talk like humans, or is that cool? I think it's pretty cool. I think both. I think it's more cool than fucked up, but yeah, kind of both. Yeah. Uh, I I saw a video of 
someone's crow talking, but you didn't see the crow until like near the end of the video, and I thought it was like someone's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, because it's it, like she's like going into like this like little like backyard shed, and she like she was like, "Oh, did you like uh, did you destroy your light bulb?" and you just hear it's very dark. It's very dark. <laughs> God. Um, no, from Smoothie 2D, you're about to do work undercover. What's a cool fake identity? What part of undercover heist do you think you'd be best at? Oh, gosh. I would be so bad at being undercover. Yeah. I I feel like I I am the, the front person, and if, if this is the group... Yeah. I'm the front person as the only one with acting experience. Yeah, sure. I'm there to look tough and not say a fucking word. I can I can lie, okay. I just don't know if I can give off the right vibe. I think you could I believe you could be like and just you could be that kind of guy where it's like, hey, listen, I'm just doing my job here. You need to let me through. Yeah, yeah, you give me a clipboard and a hard hat, I can get through a door. Yeah. But, like, in a situation like what Cooper and Ed have, the problem is that, like, I'm going to just be uncomfortable there regardless because I have the anxiety, and that's going to really tank my ability to lie convincingly. It's true. Yeah, the... The way that I have always lied before is that my anxiety works in a way where... I'm like, well, I'm in too deep now. I have to keep doing it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I stop lying, then it's gonna go bad. Yes. It's it's the coming part out, it's the coming out part that's bad for me. Uh-huh. Like, no, actually, the job ended. I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> here, to, here to check you're safe. <laughs> Ashley, you have the money. Uh, no, I, I need to check the safe. <laughs> <laughs> you just quit your job, become a professional safe uh, inspector. Yeah. Uh, from at Patch Jacket, uh, can you do any bird calls? What's the best bird? Dude, Dude, I, I feel can't like even of whistle. the three of us, the person who's most likely to be able to do a bird call is Ashley. <laughs> yeah. There you have no, it. Wasn't, Proven yeah. right yet again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing for birds. Sorry. You are right to think that, Luke, that, like, if I said, uh, like, oh, yeah, like, my uncle taught me how to do bird calls one summer. I, right. That'd be a thing yeah, that would Yeah, when I was happen. up in Ohio. Yeah. Right, not saying that I thought you could, just that the odds were higher for you than anyone else. Yeah. Um, for best bird, I do like secretary birds. Mm-hmm. Pretty good bird. Yeah. Yeah. I like that video that was going around Twitter a bit ago where it was a mushroom that is the, that grows to look like a cobra that's rearing up Ooh. Uh, to make it so that it doesn't get eaten. Uh-huh. Uh, and the secretary bird, which kills cobras to eat... And so the, it just was like kept stomping on it. <laughs> like, why don't you die? 
Um, any any bird choices for you two? Hmm. I do like crows, even though they're very scary. Crows are cool. I like an ostrich. Sure, the big ass bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are emus birds? I think. Yeah, yeah they're basically they're just big birds. They yeah. won. They won that war that one time. They did. Mm. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Fucking love joust. I just want to. I want to ride an ostrich. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that happens in real life, but sure. No, I don't either. <laughs> that doesn't. Uh, that doesn't stop me from wanting it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. What if someone, like, showed up at a Ren Fair to their joust and it's like, riding an ostrich, it's like, oh, so sorry, I, I got some weird uh, cross wires on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, and from Case Cosmos, what would you teach a parrot or other talking bird to say? Hmm. What's the like, worst? Curses is like, yeah, like, is like the... Yeah, what's the worst thing you could teach a bird to say? Because it's that. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I honestly feel like it would like as a joke teaching it like what sounds like the lead up to a murder. Oh sure, and you just like oh I got this parrot like secondhand. It was like at an adoption. <laughs> God, you know there are multiple fucking Twin Peaks fans that have just taught their birds to do all the Waldo lines. Oh yeah, fucking which is weirdos. which I would not want to hear out of context. No. No. Why would you want that in your life? Yeah. Freak. Ugh. You little fucking weirdos. <laughs> yeah, do not. Anyway, that's it for questions. That is it for questions. Uh, Ashley, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your Give fucking Ashley money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Whoa, okay. Uh, Give Ashley money. Give Ashley money. <laughs> uh, I forgot the order in which I usually do this. Luke, where can I find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast with uh, two different campaigns. I GM both of them. They release on alternating weeks. It's based on Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, an RPG written by me and Molly, based on Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We finished recording the finale for the season uh, since the last time you heard us, and uh, it's pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. I have to edit you should, that. You should get caught up before uh, the finale hits in a couple weeks. Yeah, you got time. You got time. Uh, in fact, you have a month, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, listen Listen to that. I. Oh my god, I have so much editing to do. My god. Yeah, same. Oh god. <laughs> Or me and Luke are going to be dead. Don't ask us to do anything next month. Oh, no. Please. In fact, for the next six weeks, just just don't ask. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. You can find me at AudioEntropy.com. I need Mayo.com, the second best game.club, where you're going to hear us talk about Dragon Age Origins on February 1st. Uh, A great game, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Oh. (laughs) <laughs> I should ugh, 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 ugh. Ugh. How are you going to get through The rest of the Dragon Ages uh, Because they they play way better than this I guess that's true I guess that's yeah. fair 
Most listen, I can play a lot of shit if it is mechanically sound. Sure. Dragon Age Origins is not mechanically sound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. I I'll I'll put up with a lot of bullshit if the if the jump button's pretty good. Sure. Yeah. Do the other Dragon Ages have good jump buttons? No. Oh. But Uh-oh. you can stab guys a lot. Okay, well that's something. Yeah. Is the stab button good? From what I remember, it was pretty good. Hmm. Hmm. Well, hold on to that. Yep. yep. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know. Like, I'm not. Listen, I've never promised anybody that I'm still gonna like Dragon Age Two by the time we play Dragon Age Two. But my memories of it were good, so sure. hopefully that means it stays that way. We'll find out. Probably yeah. not, but we'll find I'm out. Just, I'm just thinking about was that last year uh, where you did Mass Effect and you were like. Well, at least I know like Mass Effect Three is gonna play really well because that multiplayer was so good. And then you got to it, and you're like, it's not even that good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even that good. That's true. Uh, the, the thing, the control scheme was so weird. Anyway, um, yeah, the second best game dot club. You, if you want, yeah, you, if you want to go on a different journey that's not Eidolon, you can listen to like all sixteen <laughs> hours of our Mass Effect podcast. Uh-huh. Oh my god, where you all you both realize that everyone lost their minds. Like, <laughs> yeah, we uh, apparently nobody had like read a book ever. <laughs> Anybody who writes for video games, yeah. Um, or they read a book and were like, I could do that better. And no, you did not. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's it. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Damn fine co- podcast. Cup of podcast. Love cup a good of cup podcast. of podcast. <laughs> Don't talk to me until I've had my podcast. <laughs> oh, this podcast is still a little too hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this podcast cold. Give yourself a present every day and listen to our podcast.